Are you ready to change your life, your mind, and change the way you see your world? Well, this is the Minds Gym Podcast with myself, Brandon Bickmore, your turbo lover. And here we go. Brandon Bickmore, a turbo lover with Minds Gym Podcast. I'm going to share with part two with Courtney. Uh, she recovered from alcoholism and it completely changed her world. She attended a 30 day recovery program called Pathways. It's real life recovery, it's an inpatient uh, program in Glenwood, Utah. Uh, they deal with all sorts of addictions, food, uh, mind, substance, you name it. Uh, mention the Minds Gym podcast when you call there and tell them Brandon sent you. Uh, you may get a very neat response. And anyways, uh, I hope you enjoy part two and please share this with friends and family. And I hope you're having a wonderful day and enjoy. What was the number one thing or the best exercise or the tool that you learned while you were in Pathways? Like, what was a big deal for you down there? Oh, the number one thing is difficult. Um, yeah. I mean, the the first thing that we started on um, and started learning and working on was affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am courageous. I am strong. Um, I am willing. And, um, you know, just, just really repeating those 10 times a day to really get those positive thoughts, you know, into my head. Um, and from there we did work on some belief changes Mm -hmm. and then the most, the thing that completely turned my life upside down in a beautiful way was the Byron Katie work (laughs) that you helped introduce to us. So, Yeah. That was the game changer for you? It was. Wow. It was. So tell me about that experience, if that was your game changer. That's interesting to know. Yes. So um, we had worked on the belief that I had um, very much ingrained into me, you know, with going to AA for the last 13 months. Um, I am an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, is that is that really true? Well, I said, yes, it's really true. You know, if I have one drink, I can't stop. Um, and, you know, is it really, really true, though, right now, sitting in that chair? Is it is it true that you're an alcoholic? And, um, you know, with, with the different questions that, that you asked and, um, you know, how does it make you feel when you believe that you're an alcoholic? Well, it makes me feel... Um, depressed, um, I isolate, it makes me drink more, um, it makes me, you know, I'm helpless, I'm hopeless, I'm, you know, all of these negative things. And how does it make you feel when you don't have that belief? Well, when I don't believe I'm an alcoholic, I am successful, I am living my best life, I am positive, I am happy, 
um, and I am free. And I remember uh, as soon as I said the word free, I was like, oh my gosh, I can, I don't have to be an alcoholic because here right now, I don't have any alcohol in my system. I'm not even craving it. Um, but here right now, I have all these new core values and beliefs that I didn't have when I was drinking. Um, I had completely lost all of my boundaries. I had completely lost uh, my self-worth um, and, and who I was. I had no idea. I lost all of that. I lost my identity. And through Pathways, um, they, they really worked to create a long-term change uh, for life. And um, so with that, I was able to, you know, figure out some core, you know, find my core beliefs again. I, alcohol doesn't align with that anymore. Wow. You know? That's amazing. I remember that day we were sitting there and you're like, Brandon, if there's a drink in front of me, I'm an alcoholic and I would drink it. And I was like, is that true? Like there's, you know, because we're not... The crazy thing that the world believes is just because you do something, that's who you are. But what you do is not who you are. It's what you do. Right. So if you drink, you're not an alcoholic, right? It's what you do, but it doesn't define who you are. It's like me. If I had a bottle of Gatorade, does that mean I'm a Gatorade after I drink it? (laughs) No, I can't be, right? I'm just a guy that drinks Gatorade. It doesn't make me a Gatorade. Same with alcohol, right? So I, I, I love that that we got you to a point or you got you to a point where you could see that you weren't an alcoholic and you'd been sober for, I think, 30 days. Um, and so sitting there in that chair, you were an alcoholic and you were like, oh my gosh, there's no alcohol in my system, right? I'm mm-hmm. sober now. Um, I haven't drank. So how can you be an alcoholic if you're sitting there and there's none in your system, right? But the belief system that you still are, which kind of I don't agree with AA is you walk in there and saying, I'm an alcoholic and your language is pretty strong when you say that to yourself. And then that's kind of what you're believing, you know, instead of doing your affirmations, I'm free. I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. I'm kind. I'm successful. I'm happy. I'm whatever. But you start saying I'm an alcoholic, subconscious mind picks that up and it still kind of wants to continue to believe that. So then when you struggle, like, well, I'm an alcoholic. So what do alcoholics do when they struggle? They go to the bottle. Yep. Because it doesn't quite fit. I'd rather let's, tr- let's treat the human being and not treat the addiction and then watch the addiction fall away, you know? So, you know, what you experienced is you took care of Courtney and the addiction just kind of fell away, didn't it? It did. Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a bottle of vodka. <laughs> you can't be. Nope. And, uh, you know, an, al- an alcoholic, they drink, you know, an alcoholic drinks. So, um, you know, that's, that's why me believing that, that's why I continue to relapse yeah. over and over. You know, oh, well, I'm an alcoholic, so I might as well drink. Yeah. Um, but I don't believe that today. Yeah. And a drink is so far behind me. And, you know, today I'm a person who doesn't drink alcohol. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. I was just going to say, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Think of that. Who are you? I am, here's where the affirmations come into play. Um, I am a successful, powerful, courageous, um, motivating, and um, 
wonderful, happy woman today. Um, you know, I, I have goals that I'm aspiring to. I have so much love, um, in my heart for, you know, all of the people in my life and, and around me. And, um, it's really, really amazing how far I was able to come in just a short 30 days with Pathways. Um, they are, it is an amazing, amazing program. Um, and they start from the inside out and that's why they start with those affirmations and loving yourself because then we can work on healing. That's why they're so successful, right? Yes. I think they do a great job of treating the human instead of treating the addiction. Yes. 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 They definitely make us all feel important. Um, and we're all equals. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Cool. So what's your, uh, tell me some thoughts about uh, the mind of the body. I want to ask you one question too. You're not married. Correct. No kids. Correct. Never nope. been married. Nope. Cool. Okay. Just wanted to clear that up for our listeners. So, um, what's the uh, any thoughts on the correlation between the mind and the body? Have you ever considered that? Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, the the mind thinks one thing. And the heart feels something different. Um, and so which, you know, which way are you going to go with what the mind thinks? Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah. Um, so connecting, you know, there's one thing that I um, had had learned uh, through this, this journey was um, wanting to work on keeping my mind, my heart, and my feet all in one place. Um, you know, so we're all acting together and, um, you know, my, my mind isn't 30 miles ahead in the future, you know, in anxiety or, you know, 30 miles behind, um, we're all together, you know, mind, body, feet. Um, and so that's one thing I definitely, um, focus on, on a daily even. And do you think the mind, uh, follows the body or the body follows the mind as you've been through your experience? I think the mind follows the body. <laughs> I say that, and I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Um, it's interesting to think about, huh? It is. Who's in charge of the mind or the body? Does the body do what the mind says, or does the mind do what the body says? Right. I think yes. The mind does come first. It's hard to know what your heart says. Um, and even when you consider when the mind's either at ease or the mind's upset, then notice what the body does when the mind's off. Right. You know what I mean? When you're happy and excited, the body feels pretty good. You're at peace, you're content. And then notice all of a sudden you have a thought, you're stressed, anxious, depressed, and then notice what the body does after you believe that thought. Yes. So to me, as I've researched and studied I think the, your world starts in your mind you know where do you see everything it's usually the mind first and then the body reacts to whatever the mind's thinking yes so no that that actually that makes, makes a lot of sense <laughs> and if we want to talk about the heart you know uh, it is part of the body for sure but uh, notice the mind's usually the little creator and then the trying to get in that heart space has really got to balance body balance you know, mind and body. 
So just a fun question to ask. Um, what are you doing now to like take care and exercise your mind? We call this the Mind's Gym Podcast. So what are you doing to exercise the mind and, and deal with your new daily stressors and anxiety that still show up? How are you finding balance uh, since you've been out of the program for, what, two weeks now? Yes. Uh, what are you doing to take care of yourself? I am I'm doing quite a bit, actually. Um, I have, especially since I've now relocated to Utah, um, to be near family um, and spending time with them has been a lot of help. Um, but I am attending Pathways um, PHP out, outpatient program. It is about 20 to 25 hours a week. Um, lots of good stuff, lots of good groups, um, individuals with a therapist each week, individual uh, with a recovery specialist as well. And um, they are just, I admire every single person there. Um, you know, when I was having a rough day a, a little while ago, um, I reached out to them for help and, and they were all there in a heartbeat and wanted to help. And uh, so attending that has been amazing. I'm learning quite a bit. Um, I'm journaling every day. Um, I am also working on a workbook. Um, it's a mindfulness workbook for recovery. And, um, you know, the first chapter was on emotions, the second chapter on thoughts. Um, and so, you know, I'm just kind of working my brain, um, learning about all of that and how they all correlate and, and connect And, um, you know, fitness has been a huge part of my recovery. Uh, We were doing CrossFit down in Glenwood. That was a lot of fun. And um, so fitness, you know, getting in the, getting to the gym, getting in the swimming pool, all of that is um, such a good release for me and very important to my recovery. So So just get that body moving again. Were you not exercising like in your 20s? Nope. You weren't doing any exercise, just working? I was skiing. A little bit of skiing. Yeah. Or a lot of skiing. Uh, it became a little bit of skiing. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. So, no, I, I was not uh, really exercising. So getting back into that just recently was, I mean, I have guns again. It's it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you look great. I was shocked because I saw you. Did I see you twice down in the facility or once? I think it was twice. Did I see you twice? But it was the second time that you were able to do the worksheet. Yeah. That kind of shocked your world, right? It did. So it was the second time. So yeah, from me seeing you a month ago and seeing you today like you were, when I saw you at the little Tuesday um, meeting at Pathways, (laughs) uh, what, 10 days ago? Yeah. I was shocked. You look so (laughs) much different. It's crazy. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, just by like taking a, care of myself. You take care of yourself and change some of your thoughts up and yep. how much it can change your physique, mm-hmm. the way you look, you know. You were seemed pretty stressed out, I think, the first time I saw you. You were still pretty anxious and worried and believing that you were an alcoholic Yes. at that time. And so just to see you shift in three or four weeks, it's so cool, amazing program. It is amazing. And, um, you know, when I did that, uh, thought shift with you on the alcoholic, um, you know, my brain for the next several days was still telling myself that I am an alcoholic yet. Mm. Now I'm telling it I'm not, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm this, you know, brand new woman. I'm, you know, successful, I'm positive, I'm determined. 
um, it it was like a storm going on in in my head sure. for for several days Major after battle, huh? It was. That's I was just gonna ask you that. That's kind of the ego, right? The ego's still gonna get you. That's kind of its job is to see, hey, okay, I know you kind of figured out you're not an alcoholic, but I'm going to continue to challenge you. So every time this thought comes up, you got to question the thought. So when the ego shows up and says, no, you are an alcoholic, you got to say, is it true? Kind of absolutely know it's true and I'm an alcoholic. Then how do you react? What happens? So even to go back through that same worksheet, every time the little ego pops up and brings that thought into your world, you got to go back and question it again and kind of square yourself back up. Yeah. That's what I said. Those worksheets are, it's a practice. You can't just do one. Like you got to keep doing them. It's a weekly or a daily exercise. You know, for me, I do them as often as I think to do them, but I could even do them more. The more I do them, the better I feel, you know? So don't forget to go back to it and also don't forget to continue to do them because there's options. You know, you can go to thework.com. You can call me. You can do worksheets over um, FaceTime. Yep. Too. Yeah. Like for people that are out of the country. So. Yeah, that's way cool. You got to continue to question that little ego. So, what is the ego? What is the ego? What is the ego? Um. The ego would be. Just, um, you know, what what those core be- false beliefs were or are, um, I guess, depending on which belief we're talking about. But yeah. yeah. You ever thought of that? No. <laughs> Crazy, huh? Yeah. Because what is it that brings those negative thoughts into your world? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's those... It's what we tell ourselves, um, and a lot of it was learned in childhood, um, and it's those negative thoughts that we have that, you know, develop those core beliefs, and they're really hard to to get rid of mm-hmm. without trying to do a thought change and a belief change and yeah, all of that. Change your whole entire belief system, but what I've found by doing this work is that little ego will bring up the negative thoughts, and just because it wants you to inquire about that negative thought. Then once you acquire about the negative thought and question it, like we did that day, you realized you are not an alcoholic, but the little ego keeps showing you alcoholic until you question it. Then when you question it, the belief falls away. Yes. So the ego's job is to keep bringing you your negative thoughts that you're not clearly understanding. And so each time a thought shows up, it's that little ego saying, hey, I want to deal with this. Can we figure this out so I can move on? And then it's going to keep bringing thoughts, 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 thoughts. And you just got to keep questioning them until eventually, you know, all those thoughts fall away and you're content, you're peaceful, you're happy. Yep. You're not who you think you are. So that's who I think the ego is, the little guy that brings you the negative thoughts because he wants you to figure them out so that you can be at peace. Yes. Like, hey, here's this thought you believed when you were five, when you were 10, when you were bullied. Let's get rid of this thought so we can find out who you really are. And the only way I know how to get rid of a thought is to question it and see uh, what actually took place, not what you thought happened took place. Um, Is there anything on this planet that you believe you've failed at? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I want to say the answer is is no for me. Um, again, I I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be who I am today without everything I experienced, without everything I went through. Um, you know, as as difficult as it might have been at times, you know, looking back, it was just it was it's my story, and uh, you know, I'm I. So no, I haven't failed at anything because today, I am doing great. Mm. You know, I. Beautiful so no. thought. Yeah, that good is job. a good thought. See, you're on the right track. <laughs> you're getting it. Yeah. You're sharp, fast learner. Who do you most admire on the planet and why? I mostly admire my younger sister, Lane, um, who I had spoken of earlier. Um, she is just the most fun-loving, doesn't have a mean bone in her body, a wonderful, sweet, sweet woman. I love her. Cool. Yeah. Lucky you. And now she's going to be lucky to have the real Courtney too, right? Yes. Yes. Right. I know. And how much now you can share with her after your experience and all the knowledge you've gained. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anytime I'm with her, she always, uh, we have to, you know, have a sleepover and sleep in the same bed. And um, so I've, and, and I see her quite often. So um, I've started to pray with her every night. Uh, you know, we'll hold hands and I'll pray out loud with her and we'll pray for those people that, you know, we are, we're maybe having struggles with in our life and we'll pray for them. Sure. So, so since you've been home, do you got any human beings that you're like really struggling with that are not sure they want to see or talk to you still? Or anybody that you really may be hurt during your journey? Yeah. Um, you know, the girls that, you know, I went to high school and college with, um, I really struggle uh, with those relationships. And um, I haven't tried reaching out yet. You know, I, I'm still very at the beginning of this. Um, but I think about them quite often and... Um, you know, they're all, they all seem to be doing pretty well, and, you know, I'm very happy with that, and I'll reach out to them very soon. Cool. Any of them struggling with alcohol addiction? You know, with the distance that was between us from Illinois to, to Colorado um, and my drinking, uh, we really, um, you know, I, I wasn't really a part of their life. It was, you know, alcohol kind of consumed me, so. Hmm. Cool. And then uh, what's your number one passion now since you're uh, moving along so well on this planet? Any, like, passions or, or true loves or what really makes you tick today? Yeah, what really makes me tick um, is, you know, I'm a part of the alumni of the first residential I went to, and um, I'm a part of that alumni group, and we all get together every week, and some of them are still struggling um, and so really being there for them, um, helping them with what I've learned um, from the second recovery center pathways and, you know, helping them with belief changes and, you know, going to pathways and, and sharing uh, with the other people there, um, you know, just a, a little bit more about me and just trying to, you know, help them through um, what they're going through and uh, being there for my friends and family and 
Um, that has been, you know, pretty much what has consumed me the last couple weeks. And uh, writing is is a big one too. So, what are you writing? Just your when you're journaling? Um, I yes, I like to journal um, often on you know just uh, different topics that we get. Um, from this like 31 day journaling uh, thing that we're doing uh, from one of the therapists in Clear Pathway or in Pathways, and um, so I like to journal a lot. I write a lot of poetry. Um, I've been enjoying writing poetry. Cool. A lot of the girls say one day I might write a book, so we'll yeah, see. That's my <laughs> next question. You want to write a book? <laughs> we'll see. You know. I'm open to it. I love to write. I'm yeah. a, pro, you know, I guess I'm a decent writer. So, yeah. what what was your degree in? Business administration. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Oh man! And why? <laughs> uh, favorite movie of all time. For some reason, I have always said the movie Frequency. Um, I just really enjoy how the past and the future connect in the movie, uh, through it, the little radio that they have and, you know, firemen movies are always good. So I haven't seen frequency. It's good. I think it's on Netflix. Is it? Mm -hmm. Good watch. Yeah. Okay. Another movie. (laughs) So I can change the way I see my world. Um, what does your absolute ideal day look like now that you're moving, yeah. progressing? So waking up, uh, feeling good with, you know, some energy and uh, hitting the gym uh, in the morning and uh, going to see my friends at Pathways and uh, doing some groups over there and, uh, you know, learning something new and... Um, of course, coffee is involved somewhere within that, yeah. <laughs> within, within there too. And, um, you know, just ha- talking to my family on the phone or FaceTime and hanging out with my niece and nephew and my sis- my older sister cool. in town. So, so where you're living here, right? Yes. And where you live in? What city? I live in Taylorsville. Cool. Yeah. And then so are you working or were you working right before you started into your recovery program? Yes. I was working in property management. Um, I managed 33 homes, uh, vacation rental homes um, in Summit County, Colorado. And um, I, you know, that's absolutely something I could get back into. Um, They actually have homes here in Park City. Um, And I left on on good standing. You know, I somehow I, you know, was still holding it. I loved that job. Um, So I was holding it together for them for sure. Um, but you know, I also am looking into the idea of getting my master's in psychology Oh, cool! and going that route. So yeah, go Mm -hmm. learn more about the mind. Yes. It's so exciting. (laughs) I know. The (laughs) non-ego. That'd be cool. So, um, you left Colorado to come to the facility here. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking you were living here for a few months or whatever, but you just left Colorado to come here. Yep. So are you staying with family here? I am staying with uh, one of the girls Friends. I met in the first residential house. Oh, yes, that's nice. Yeah. Cool. She's wonderful. Awesome. So, and we're both, you know, strong in our recovery and getting oh, along she's great. She's doing well, too. Yes, yes. Is that the gal that I met last week? Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah, Stacy. Yeah. She's, she's great. Awesome. Well, that's a 
plus. I know. Be able to bounce ideas off each other and mm-hmm. keep each other like on the up and up, right? Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. Good for you. Um, what's one small act of kindness you'll never forget? You know, a small act of kindness that I'll never forget because I like to do it every single day is just smiling. Um, you know, at the cashier, at the, I'm um, just someone walking down the sidewalk. Um, you know, it, you never, a smile can go so far. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard some stories of how a smile has saved lives. You know, someone who is maybe on the verge of thinking about committing suicide that day and, and, you know, someone smiled on the bus. And so, you know, I, I'll just continue to do that. Yeah, that's cool. What's the best thing that's ever happened to you? The best thing to ever happen to me was... Oh, man, I want to say, you know, the birth of my younger sister, you know, getting that younger sister. (laughs) That was the best thing that ever happened to me. She really, you know, helped shape me into who I am today. Cool. I love that. You're lucky to have her, right? I am. And then when's the last time you pushed your boundaries of your comfort zone? Oh, right now. Now? (laughs) On the podcast? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. This is a little bit nerve-wracking, sharing your experience. Yeah, you know, a little bit. But um, I think vulnerability is important for uh, my long-term uh, recovery. And, you know, AA, after all, teaches the, the how, honest, open, and willing. And, um, you know, in order to, to work through something or to get over something, you have to work through it. Sure. Um, so you have to be, I have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. um, and work through those, you know, the different guilts I have or shame and, you know, to get to the other side. So Cool. Cool, cool. So now after your um, experiences and getting cleaned up and getting on a better path, what's like your biggest fear today? And, and what do you worry about like uh, moving forward? Um, my biggest, I can tell you what my biggest fear was um, prior to going into pathways. It was the fear of relapse. Yeah. Um, because... Everyone has one more drink in front of them, but not everyone has another recovery mm-hmm. left. So um, that was my greatest fear. Um, but now, you know, becoming whole and, and, and strong again, uh, my greatest fear would be not not being successful, but, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty difficult to do, I guess. Yeah, not be successful? Yeah. What do you mean? pretty difficult to not be successful or what do you mean by that? Explain <laughs> um, what you mean. Well, now that I have, you know, my, I have, you know, like the goal to go to school, mm-hmm. um, I guess my fear is for that, you know, if it didn't work out, mm-hmm. um, that's a fear of mine. Um, so you want to go to school for sure? Yeah. And your fear I d- is that I you do. might not be able to. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, definitely need, still need to do some of those worksheets of, you know, I can do it and, yeah. you know, I'm not going to fail because sure. those are still kind of in the back of my head after, yeah. you know, having, you know, all of those jobs not be successful in the last six years of my life. So, yeah. um, And let's talk about that for a minute. So you're fearful that you might not be able to go to school? 
Yeah. And why would you not be able to go to school? Um, because I, I fear, you know, my, I'll have a lack of motivation to, uh, you know, sit down and be able to figure out how to financially do that. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of, oh, I can't do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not smart enough. Um, do you, are you worried about the financial part of it? Yes. A little bit? A little bit. So you're not working today? I'm not, no. No. And did you save enough money to survive? Yeah, I'm doing yeah. good. So you're doing okay financially. Yeah. You're, you've got money in the bank. Yes. Yes. So you don't need to get a job today or tomorrow? No, but I will soon, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. You've got enough money to get by and still take care of yourself. And sounds like your focus right now is you more so than work, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you get solid and stable and and uh, happy with where you're at. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. Well, you're really fortunate to be able to do all that and still work on yourself without having to run right back into a job. I know. Yeah. I'm very fortunate. I'm very grateful. What a blessing, huh? Yeah. 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 So let's talk about your fear of going to school. You want to? Yeah. So who would you be without the thought that you're afraid of going to school? Or is it true? Let's start off. You want to do the whole thing? Sure. Quick and fast? Yeah. So school, um, what was your fear? That you're afraid you can't, won't be able to go to school? Um, I fear that I won't succeed in school. I you won't, you know, succeed. won't complete the, the program. Yeah, so you won't succeed in school. Is that true? No. And how do you react and what happens when you believe the thought you won't succeed in school? Um, when I do yeah. believe that when thought? you believe that thought, how do you react? How do you feel when you're believing the thought you won't succeed? You know, I have less determination. Um, I'm not motivated. I, you know, it's probably hard for me to, to sit down and, and read something to educate myself, you know, whether that be the schoolwork or something related, um, I wouldn't be happy. I'd be kind of just unsure of myself, low self-esteem. Yeah. All those negative emotions, right? Yeah. And um, who would you be without the thought you won't succeed in school? I would be motivated to get everything in order for it to, to happen and work out. I'd be organized. I would have good time management. I would be excited. I would, um, I would ultimately try harder, mm-hmm. for sure. Who else would you be? Without the thought, you won't succeed in school. Can't even imagine that you won't succeed in school. Who would you be? I would be powerful. Um, I would, you know, be a go-getter. I would um, put my all into all of the work and, um, you know, really get those thoughts moving around in my head and... uh, Yeah, I mean, I I would be seeing the future as really good. Yeah. 
excited. Mm-hmm. Future looks bright. Yes. Cool. So let's try to turn around. I won't succeed in school. What's the opposite of that? I will succeed in school. Give me one example of how you will succeed in school. I will succeed by um, getting good grades, by attending classes, participating. Um, maybe even establishing new goals and, and uh, new things that I want to get into uh, for a career and, you know, what my true, true passions are, finding more of those. And how are you succeeding in school today? Well, I'm working on that workbook. Yeah. That's getting my brain going. <laughs> That's school, right? Yeah, it is. A little bit. School, school. You go to school every day. Are you succeeding? Yes. Yes. I am going to Pathways every day. That's a little like school. Mm-hmm. Life school right now. Yes. Right? Earth yes. school. And how are you doing today with Earth school? I am able to live in the present a lot more of the time. Um, focusing on today, focusing on, um, you know, keeping myself strong, on helping others, um, you know, recognizing what my boundaries are, what my core values and beliefs are, knowing what those are. Um, And I'm just happy. I can feel that peace and serenity for sure. Yeah. And right now, without the thought that you won't succeed in school, who would you be right now? You couldn't even have that thought. I would be motivated. I would be, I would feel on top of the world because that would be, I mean, because going to school is a wonderful opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I would be, you know, very much looking forward to that. And aren't you on top of the world now? Yeah, I'm pretty close to it. No, you are. <laughs> yeah. This is the only world, right? Remember we talked about it oh. at class right now. Yes. that's all we have. No past, no future. Right now, are you on top of the world? Yes. In this split second now, are you on top of the world? I am. Yeah. So you're on top of the world always. Yes. Until you start believing what you're thinking. Other than what you're thinking and believing right now, are you on top of the world? Yes. Heaven here until we believe a negative thought, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, we're about to wrap it up. Um, you, What is one thing that always gives you joy here on this planet besides your sister, besides sweet Lane? I hope she listens to this. <laughs> Hi, Lane. Hi, How Lane. are you? Um, I'm Brandon. I hope I get to meet you one day. She doesn't live in Utah, though. No, but she comes to visit a lot. Okay, so next time she's here, I want to go to lunch with you and her. Perfect. Promise? Yes. Okay, Lane, next time you're here (laughs) with your sister, do not allow her to get out of you and I and her going to lunch, okay? (laughs) We just made a date. She will love it. Because I want to meet Lane. She would love you, yeah. Yeah. I'd love her, I'm sure. Yes. She's who I want to (laughs) be. That's cool. Right. Non-judgmental, kind, loving, fearless, happy. 
present. Yep. Little angel. So besides her, give me one thing that gives you joy on this planet. Oh, um, skiing. It's a good release for me. Have you been skiing in Utah? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to ski this winter? Yep. So are you, is your plans to stay here? Yes. You're going to live here? Yes. Really? Yep. Cool. Yeah. Did you get a season's pass or are you just going to ski? I have the Epic Pass. Oh, you do? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you can ski where with the Epic Pass? Um, Park, Park City, City, Canyons. There's more. I don't. Not Deer Valley, I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, Snowbird? I don't believe so. Um, I might be able to ski at Snow Basin. Snow if Basin. not with this pass, with just connections too, but... Oh, really? hmm So not Alta? Possibly. I might ski there too. Solitude, Brighton. I don't think those ones... Are they not on there? I'm not sure who's on the Epic Pass because I've never purchased it because that's a bunch of resorts around the United States, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, I could name all of the Colorado ones that yeah. I can ski at. <laughs> um, I'm having a little trouble with the Utah ones, but yeah. Canyons and Park City... For sure. You'll find me there a lot. We'll have to ski then, too. Yeah. Because I have a pass at Snowbird. Cool. But I do get to go to Deer Valley twice, Alta twice. I don't know if Park City's on there. Little partner pass. Hmm. I don't know. We'll ski, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, And one more thought. What's the best advice you could give to our listeners? Like, maybe they're struggling with addiction anxiety, depression, what's one thing that you would recommend they could do to help manage their minds since the mind creates our world? What would you suggest for them to do? One exercise or two, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. um, I would suggest... Um, you know, those affirmations that I talked about, um, it, it truly works if you just repeat those to yourself, uh, whether it's, you know, five, ten times a day, whatever you can do, uh, write it on your mirror. I am beautiful. Um, you know, I am choosing to be in recovery. Um, you know, whatever those affirmations are for you, um, even if you're struggling with them, you can, you know, you can say, I am lovable because you are. And, um, you know, once you start saying that to yourself, you're, you're truly going to begin believing them. And, um, you know, the magic is, is in you. Um, that's what my shirt says. And, you know, the magic is in me. And I truly believe we all have a little bit of magic in us and, um, you know, call it up and, um, you know, put a smile on your face, do what you can do for the day. Um, you know, uh, if you're, if you live in Utah, Go to one of uh, Brandon's classes on Wednesday night. Work on those belief changes. Um, pick up a book by Byron Katie. Um, you know, look into Pathways if, if you're needing a little bit more, too. It's in Sandy, Utah. Yeah. So, if you need an actual recovery program, right? Yes. Um, they have an outpatient and an inpatient program. Correct. That's uh, really neat for those of you that are struggling with addiction. And realize, too, all addiction starts with thought. So let's deal with the thought that you have before you take the drink. 
That's how you cure addiction. Even if you have an anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts or whatever, if you deal with the thought that's causing you to have that belief, um, that's how you can spin yourself out of a problem in, in a quick hurry. So awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Courtney. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. It was uh, neat uh, to hear your story. It's an amazing story, and I, uh, I applaud you and um, proud of you. Thank you. You've come a long way in the three or four weeks that I've known you, and uh, you literally look like a new human being <laughs> to me. Awesome. Uh, you're beautiful, and uh, thanks for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Brandon. You're very welcome. You're a big part of that journey. Well, thanks. For that turnaround for me. So. Yeah, cool. And yeah. all I did is ask some questions. <laughs> you did all the work. Realize that. So give yourself some some props. You uh, You did it. You were able to see it, right? Yes, so I was. You're the one that found it. Um, so here's one exercise I'm going to share with uh, you as a listener today to help uh, strengthen your mind. So here's the Mind's Gym exercise for the day. We talked about this uh, briefly at uh, uh, this Pathways that I uh, attend once a week. Uh, there's a gal there that uh, struggles with an eating disorder, and we talked about food. But anyways, uh, my, my challenge for you guys is to slow down while eating. Chew more, take smaller bites, and notice the textures of all the food. I think I've talked about this once before, but challenge your taste buds when you're eating. Try to identify the individual ingredients in your meal, including like subtle herbs and spices, and notice your meal and, and how it got to your plate. How did it show up there? Um, one more thing I want to share. I was in over the weekend... Uh, I went down to Pathways with my mom and my brother last Thursday, and uh, today's October 15th, by the way. So, by the way, so when you hear this, it'll be uh, probably in a couple weeks. But uh, we go to Torrey, Utah, um, my brother and my mom, my brother Chase and I and my mom, and we usually go down there once a year, and we just go down and hang out and do a lot of mind stuff and uh, try to do a lot of noticing uh, noticing all the beauty in the world in front of us. But one day, um, as we were in Torrey, Utah, we were driving into Capitol Reef into the park, and then we were coming back out of the park, and I noticed a young girl pushing a cart. And uh, on the front of her cart, it said, walking across America. And I said, Chase, pull over. I got to talk to this gal. So we pulled over, talked to this gal. She's started in Delaware, uh, in, I think, March, um, walking across the United States. She's 18 years old when she started. She's now 19. Her birthday's July 15th, I think she told me. Um, so I've contacted her. I've got all her information. We took her to dinner um, that night and uh, questioned her mind for about an hour. And it was a most amazing experience to sit and... Uh, uh, you know, share some thoughts, share a meal with a stranger, um, which she wasn't a stranger. Um, at the end of the day, it's just another human being. Um, I'd maybe even consider she might be my third daughter um, just because she was so neat, and I'm, I'm planning to stay connected with her for the rest of my uh, journey here. But just to hear her mind and why she decided to walk across the United States um, I'll kind of update some information of hers if you follow my uh, Facebook page or Instagram, the Minds Gym 
podcast Instagram page, but I'll continue to update you guys all on her um, progress. And and boy, it was a neat experience. Um, what a fear, fearless little girl be able to sleep on the road. She's been out for seven months sleeping on the side of the road in her tent. She was freezing cold the night before we ran into her, and she said what uh, was a blessing for her to run into us because she needed some assistance with getting some warmer gear, which we gladly helped her with. And um, it was probably more of a blessing for us because we had to, you know, pick a young lady's mind that was uh, absolutely just incredible. Anyways, I thought I'd share that experience. And uh, don't be afraid to say hi to a stranger. Take somebody to lunch or dinner you've never met before. You'll be amazed what shows up. So thanks again, Courtney. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Minds Gym Podcast. Thank you again. So I love to say we're all twins, we're all equals. Uh, I'm in you and uh, you guys are uh, in me. Now go and take care of your lovely self. If you have any questions, please email, email me at themindsgym at gmail.com. Please send questions. I love to answer them. And please subscribe, share with your friends. Love you all. Thanks for listening. You are all absolutely incredible human beings and go work on your affirmations love you peace out bye